You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Up, opening lines, line moves, and how money is moving the sports betting market. Line them up with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday, presented by BetMGM. We have BetQL Court coming up. We have a lot of people to put on, on, on trial this week after the performances we saw in week number three mm-hmm. yesterday. We have a game tonight, though, so let's talk through this one. Sides and picks and, and props and all that. Uh, it might be an ugly one. It likely will be an ugly one. And it's the Giants and the Cowboys. Bet MGM right now has the Giants as a one-point favorite in this game. Total of 39. It's the 2-0 Giants. Only three undefeated teams in the NFL as we head into this game tonight. It's the 3-0 Dolphins, the 3-0 Eagles, and the 2-0 New York Giants. Imagine if the Giants... The Eagles aren't that surprising. <laughs> People were on them before the season. But imagine if yeah. the Giants... Dolphins and Eagles are your final three undefeated through three weeks. I mean, that's possible, certainly possible. Right? They're favored to win this game by a point. I did not have that one. I didn't see that coming. Two frauds. Two frauds. Yeah. One contender. That's what I hear when you say those names. Yes, Dylan Burns. Miami Dolphins. I can't wait to bet against them on Thursday. Cannot wait. I, I love the gymnast, the mental gymnastics that some people take with the Miami Dolphins. I'm like, dude, 212 yards. Let's stop with the, they came through in the right, but 212 yards. That's going to come back to bite them. But I'll tell you, their schedule moving forward, very soft. I mean, they're going to be this year's Titans. But anyways, as far as tonight's game, I'm just avoiding talking about this. I'm sorry, because I'm not looking forward to this game. It's such a weird spot. Giants favored by one. Do we have to talk about this game, the whole segment, the the entire (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the entire segment. Let's, 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 see the how, yeah, let's see how much we can do, and then we can do something else. How much do Are we the have Giants the best undefeated team, 2-0 team we've seen in a while? Because this you mean the reminds worst. me. Worst, worst. Yeah, sorry. sorry. The worst. Yeah, the worst. This reminds best me of um, when the Wizards got off to that fast start in the NBA, and there were people on our network super excited about it, and we were like, yeah, Quint, this yeah. is not going to last long. <laughs> And sure enough, it did not. That's how I feel about uh, Giants. And Giants fans are so excited. They're chirping at me on social media. Oh, you're disrespecting our This isn't going to last long. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, you got to be delusional if you think this is going to continue all season. So this is typically a great spot to go against Dallas. They were at home in a get-right spot. They rallied around Cooper Rush. The Bengals' offensive line putrid. They were primed for the picking of one of the best pass rushers in the NFL on your side in Micah Parsons, right? Like, we've talked about that all week uh, leading up to that game. So this is a great spot to go against Dallas. 
The problem is I don't believe in the Giants either. Like 2-0, and fraudulent flags everywhere, and I want to go against the Giants. But somebody's going to win this damn game. I want to go against both these teams. That's why I hate picking a side. The total is only uh, 39, and the Giants have covered both of theirs. Both both teams, 2-0 and to the under. So possibly that's a look. Uh, the Giants, yeah, nice job getting your wins with the new coach. I get it. And by the way, you know, one is a complete coin flip. It came down to the last play. Good, good play call there. It worked out. Good for you. Your offensive line is still terrible. Terrible. I'm sure Saquon Barkley is going to get a lot of steam tonight. And um, I, I can see it. He's had a, a very strong start to the season. Uh, Leonard Williams is doubtful. So that came out over the weekend. A lot of times the Monday night games, people miss a Saturday final injury report. He's doubtful to go. And we'll see about their starting center. And Thibodeau, he's questionable to go. Uh, wide receiver Tony is also doubtful. Injury report does not look great over on the Cowboys side either because, mm. you know, Gallup practiced in full all, all week and, mm. and now they're saying he's questionable. So is he going to be out there? Dalton Schultz, what, one of the best weapons on the team, tight end, he's questionable. And I think Parsons is fine. They, they called it an illness, but they did list him as questionable on Saturday's final injury report. So uh, that – that is a little concerning, a lot of the important injuries here. But I don't know. As far as a side, I, I don't know where to go on this. Doesn't this just seem like an under game? Yeah, I mean, how are these teams scoring, right? We have a backup quarterback yeah. on one side. We And for as much as I think um, Daniel Jones has made an improvement with Brian Dable, his accuracy certainly looks better. Uh, I think decision-making has better. You, you said it, Joe. They still can't block. He's been pressured on no. 49% of his dropbacks, and here comes Micah Parsons, Gosh. who might be the best pass rusher in the NFL right now, four sacks for yeah. two games. A couple things in this. One, Micah Parsons' sack props, we have to look at that because I just don't know how he doesn't get to Daniel Jones tonight, who's taken 10 sacks in two games. And the other thing, the, the one prop that stood out to me is Saquon Barkley has 11 targets in two games. I mean, it's pretty clear. <laughs> when Jones is pressured, he dumps it off to Saquon, right? He, he doesn't know. He, the, the pressure's coming. He's trying to get rid of the ball. Saquon's receiving yards props 22 and a half at BetMGM. I like that one. He's been targeted five and a half times a game on average. I mean, if they get him the ball four times, I mean, you could also go with the receiving uh, prop, the catches of three and a half. But I, I think Saquon in the passing game feels like the Giants' best option and you know, to kind of push back against that pass rush. What do you think, Aaron? I think the Cowboys... I think the Cowboys are confident that they can win with Cooper Rush, so I think I'm going to lean Cowboys in this one. Um, I was looking up last year. He started in week eight against Minnesota, um, and he actually was better on the road. Um, 24 um, pass attempts, 325 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. C.D. Lamb um, had eight and ten targets, six and seven receptions, so he could be – uh, someone to take a look at for um, some props. However, I just looked at over four and a half for CeeDee Lamb, and it's already minus 175. Maybe you can get a profit Ugh. boost or something if you're interested in that one, but yeah. not at minus 175. Got to look elsewhere. Saquon is interesting. I mean, he finally seems healthy. Mm, he does. Yeah, he does. Um, Giants. You, you had the one-point win against Tennessee. And a field goal win against Carolina. I know 2-0, oh, you you have to respect that on some level. And yes, are they fraudulent 2-0? Oh? Yeah, they are. They are. We all understand that. 
Guys, they could be 4-0. They got the Bears next week. This is... <laughs> so, if that happens, oh my goodness. Just wh- whatever's in the account week five against Green Bay, let's go. Whatever's left. If, I don't care. If they get to 4-0, are they yeah. going to make the playoffs by accident? If you're 4-0, right? 9-8 and probably gets you the seventh seed in the NFC. They'd have to in go 5 and Five yes. and eight in their final seven, yeah. uh, final thirteen games. I mean, they they, they yeah. may punch a ticket to the playoffs between now and Sunday. It's it's crazy. And there's still Seattle, Houston, Washington twice. All that on the schedule. Yeah, that's four. That's yeah, eight. We just counted to eight wins by accident. And I left out Jacksonville because they might be good. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. They- yeah. Um, let me throw this tre- trend at you. I saw this morning, which is, I mean, we'll, we'll see, it was, let's see if there's anything to make of it. It's just, I saw it and it stood mm-hmm. out to me. So under Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys have had 11 games where the line is between the threes, right? They're either favored by three or they're underdogs by three. So in between there, they, those, that, that range of points, three, all the way through the zero back to the other three. Do you know what they are against the spread in those games when they're either between favorites of three, all the way to underdogs of three? 11 times they've had uh, this situation under McCarthy. Okay, so coaching is impactful, right? Close games. Right. You, yes. you know, we're basically talking about a coin flip. So uh, since McCarthy sucks, I'd assume it's going to be a terrible record. How bad is it? They are 1-10 when the spread mm. is 3 on either side or in between there. 1-10 in, in 11 games. When the, You said it, the coaching, right? The, the, the details. I think they were three-point underdogs, or were they three-point favorites against the Niners in that playoff game last year? I think they were. I think that's where that game landed, when they lost at home to the Niners and that nonsense at the end with Dak sliding and there's no timeouts. Yeah. I um, My first thought last week was Cowboys. Better roster. I don't think Cooper Rush at this point is that much worse than Daniel Jones. Like I think Jones. Which team has a better quarterback today? Yeah, that's a fair question. Which team has a better quarterback? Jones by a little bit. A little bit. Jones by wow. the, the sample size is so small, but I want to say, I feel like Cooper Rush and this Cowboys team has a little swagger with him. Like, could there be something <laughs> oh. there that maybe they get up to oh. play a little more with him? I don't know. It just seems. They've won the last two starts. Not. He beat the Vikings last year. He beat the Bengals last week as touchdown underdogs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And the Cowboys have been disappointing. Like I was saying a couple of weeks ago, at some point, this has to be Dak's fault. So maybe it is refreshing for some people in that building to have Cooper Rush. Under for me. I I look at both of these situations, and the Cowboys' defense is good. Like I, I was calling, everybody's calling for turnover aggression, and maybe that happens over the course of the year. But early on, they're number six in yards per play. They did a great job on uh, on Burrow and the Bengals last week. So, yeah, and, and I don't – Cooper Rush, now he's going on the road under the lights. This is a very different scenario. I don't believe – I think he's fine. He can manage a game, but he's not great. And then I don't trust that Giants offensive line. I mean, oh, boy, Micah Parsons against that Giants offensive line. That could get ugly. I, I like the under in this spot. I understand why it's sub 40, and I still like the under. Boy, we had a lot of really low-scoring games this week where it wasn't even yeah. close to the total as unders uh, continue to rule the day. So that's where I'd go. And whichever whichever Cowboys receiver two that we get, 
I think the number is going to be in a good spot. So if it's Gallup, if we're hearing that he's going to play a lot, going over his receiving yards of 26 and a half, I think that's a pretty good look. And if Gallup does not play, Noah Brown has been involved a lot. And last week with Rush there, he caught all five uh, throws his way. And I believe the reception number is three and a half for Noah Brown. And, and that first game, too, when we're like, we're C.D. Lamb, we're C.D. Lamb. We were saying that because they kept going to Noah Brown. Would you think to correlate the two? Like, So I, I just watched a video yesterday of Gallup. Uh, I think it was after Saturday. because It was, it was mm-hmm. yesterday morning I saw the video. He said he's going to play. Like, he seemed very okay. confident. I'm, go- I'm going to play. Now, he's still questioning the injury report. But I wonder if there's a way to correlate those two. Like, I agree with you. There's not enough throws to go around points to go around, yards to go around, for everyone to go over, right? Like, CeeDee Lamb's going to be the number one guy. Yeah. If Gallup plays, do we just play the over on him, under on Brown? And now he could always so re-aggravate Gallup- himself. It's it's worrisome. But it's just interesting if we play those two together. So if we're looking at yards, the Gallup yards is 26.5. The Brown is 37.5. Up to If you were looking for an under, there's a place that it's 40. That's why you have to look around with these. Um Mm, yeah, that makes sense. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, what's the likelihood that both of them go over? <laughs> Probably not. Limited, right? Especially with Ceedee Lamb, seems like they're they're trying to get him the football, right? Like that Russ was throwing him the ball last week. They're trying to do that. Yeah, I feel like Gallup goes over that number, assuming wow. he plays tonight. They're going to try to get him the ball. La- his first game. Back. The Lamb number is fifty-five and a half. Feels low. Well, it is low because it's, he's had such a slow start, but. That's a low number. What about Cooper Rush on his completions or attempts? There, um, there you might be able to find some value. Maybe if you do think this is going to be an under game. Yeah, is he is he trailing? They have a lot more attempts for Rush. I see at BetMGM thirty one and a half, and Jones is twenty eight and a half. And then the yeah. completions, I don't know. I'd r- he had 31 last week and seven completions, or sorry, 19 completions last week and seven the week before that. So that's going to be tough. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think they, they want to have him go on the road and just throw the ball 35 times. I don't think they want him to do that. I agree. If you look that. around, there's a 32 and a half on his attempts, Cooper Rush. That feels like a big number. Under. In a, in a, yeah. Right? That feels like too. a under. Uh, what about, I can't believe nobody's brought this up. We got Cooper Rush and Daniel Jones. Interception How do you not bet, bet an interception prompt? Yes. Yeah. Which one do you like I more? I saw. They're really not juiced. It's not no, bad. They're, about, they're close to even money for both guys. Yeah. Which one do you like better? Well, I would. <laughs> Just because of the matchup, I would say Daniel Jones. Like, we're going to have that moment where everybody tears him apart, right? Tonight? Of course. If Does something dumb? Is coming, right. All right. Dave all like screaming at Daniel Jones? Yeah. Yeah. And I'd go Parsons Daniel Jones. But... bearing down, and he throws it up in the air, and it's taken away by Trayvon Diggs or something? Yeah, I could see that. I could see both. I mean, if there's a prop that says both quarterbacks throw an interception, if you get good plus money, pa- I, parlay that might Let me happen. see. Oh, it won't let me. My yeah. lean in this game is Cowboys. If it, like if I had to take a side, I would say Dallas. Uh, if I had to take a side, Giants. Is this our ugliest Monday night game of the it. year? I think it might. I, I don't know, is. man. 
Last night we had an ugly Sunday night game. Last week was bad for Sunday. Bears Packers. Some primetime games. Wow, not Monday night. Thursday, there, better not, there better not be a week this bad again. Brown Steelers, Niners, Broncos, and the Giants and Cowboys. Wow. I mean, part of it we thought some of these quarterbacks would be better, but they haven't been. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks for Beckuel Daily. Beckuel Court on the other side. Who do I have to put on trial after week three? That's next in the Beckuel Network.